Isaiah chapter 1 This is the vision concerning Judah and Jerusalem that Isaiah son of Amoz saw during the reigns of Uzziah, Jotham, Ahaz, and Hezekiah, kings of Judah. Listen, O heavens, and give ear, O earth, for the Lord has spoken. I have raised children and brought them up, but they have rebelled against me. The ox knows its owner, and the donkey its master's manger, but Israel does not know. My people do not understand. Alas, O sinful nation, a people laden with iniquity, a brood of evildoers, children of depravity. They have forsaken the Lord, they have despised the Holy One of Israel, and turned their backs on Him. Why do you want more beatings? Why do you keep rebelling? Your head has a massive wound and your whole heart is afflicted. From the sole of your foot to the top of your head, there is no soundness, only wounds and welts and festering sores, neither cleansed nor bandaged nor soothed with oil. Your land is desolate, your cities are burned with fire. Foreigners devour your fields before you, a desolation demolished by strangers. And the daughter of Zion is abandoned, like a shelter in a vineyard, like a shack in a cucumber field, like a city besieged. Unless the Lord of hosts had left us a few survivors, we would have become like Sodom. We would have resembled Gomorrah. Hear the word of the Lord, you rulers of Sodom. Listen to the instruction of our God, you people of Gomorrah. What good to me is your multitude of sacrifices, says the Lord. I am full from the burnt offerings of rams and the fat of well-fed cattle. I take no delight in the blood of bulls and lambs and goats. When you come to appear before me, who has required this of you, this trampling of my courts? Bring your worthless offerings no more. Your incense is detestable to me. Your new moons, Sabbaths, and convocations. I cannot endure iniquity in a solemn assembly. I hate your new moons and your appointed feasts. They have become a burden to me. I am weary of bearing them. When you spread out your hands in prayer, I will hide my eyes from you. Even though you multiply your prayers, I will not listen. Your hands are covered with blood. Wash and cleanse yourselves. Remove your evil deeds from my sight. Stop doing evil. Learn to do right. Seek justice and correct the oppressor. Defend the fatherless and plead the case of the widow. Come now, let us reason together, says the Lord. Though your sins are like scarlet, they will be as white as snow. Though they are as red as crimson, they will become like wool. If you are willing and obedient, you will eat the best of the land. But if you resist and rebel, you will be devoured by the sword. For the mouth of the Lord has spoken. See how the faithful city has become a harlot. She once was full of justice, righteousness resided within her, but now only murderers. Your silver has become dross, your fine wine is diluted with water. Your rulers are rebels, friends of thieves. They all love bribes and chasing after rewards. They do not defend the fatherless, and the plea of the widow never comes before them. Therefore the Lord God of hosts, the mighty one of Israel, declares, Ah, I will be relieved of my foes and avenge myself on my enemies. I will turn my hand against you. I will thoroughly purge your dross. I will remove all your impurities. I will restore your judges as at first, and your counselors as at the beginning. After that you will be called the city of righteousness, the faithful city. 
Zion will be redeemed with justice, her repentant ones with righteousness. But rebels and sinners will together be shattered, and those who forsake the Lord will perish. Surely you will be ashamed of the sacred oaks in which you have delighted. You will be embarrassed by the gardens that you have chosen. For you will become like an oak whose leaves are withered, like a garden without water. The strong man will become tender, and his work will be a spark. Both will burn together, with no one to quench the flames. Chapter 2 This is the message that was revealed to Isaiah, son of Amoz, concerning Judah and Jerusalem. In the last days, the mountain of the house of the Lord will be established as the chief of the mountains. It will be raised above the hills, and all nations will stream to it. And many peoples will come and say, Come, let us go up to the mountain of the Lord, to the house of the God of Jacob. He will teach us his ways, so that we may walk in his paths. For the law will go forth from Zion, and the word of the Lord from Jerusalem. Then he will judge between the nations, and arbitrate for many peoples. They will beat their swords into plowshares, and their spears into pruning hooks. Nation will no longer take up the sword against nation, nor train any more for war. Come, O house of Jacob, let us walk in the light of the Lord. For you have abandoned your people, the house of Jacob, because they are filled with influences from the east. They are soothsayers, like the Philistines. They strike hands with the children of foreigners. Their land is full of silver and gold, with no limit to their treasures. Their land is full of horses, with no limit to their chariots. Their land is full of idols. They bow down to the work of their hands, to what their fingers have made. So mankind is brought low, and man is humbled. Do not forgive them. Go into the rocks and hide in the dust from the terror of the Lord and the splendor of his majesty. The proud look of man will be humbled, and the loftiness of men brought low. The Lord alone will be exalted in that day. For the day of the Lord of hosts will come against all the proud and lofty. Against all that is exalted, it will be humbled. Against all the cedars of Lebanon, lofty and lifted up. Against all the oaks of Bashan, against all the tall mountains. Against all the high hills, against every high tower. Against every fortified wall, against every ship of Tarshish. And against every stately vessel. So the pride of man will be brought low, and the loftiness of men will be humbled. The Lord alone will be exalted in that day, and the idols will vanish completely. Men will flee to caves in the rocks and holes in the ground, away from the terror of the Lord and from the splendor of his majesty when he rises to shake the earth. In that day men will cast away to the moles and bats their idols of silver and gold, the idols they made to worship. They will flee to caverns in the rocks and crevices in the cliffs, away from the terror of the Lord and from the splendor of his majesty, when he rises to shake the earth. Put no more trust in man, who has only the breath in his nostrils. Of what account is he? Chapter 3 For behold, the Lord God of hosts is about to remove from Jerusalem and Judah both supply and support, the whole supply of food and water, the mighty man and the warrior, the judge and the prophet, the soothsayer and the elder, the commander of fifty and the dignitary, the counselor, the cunning magician, and the clever enchanter. I will make mere lads their leaders, and children will rule over them. The people will oppress one another, man against man, 
neighbor against neighbor. The young will rise up against the old, and the base against the honorable. The man will seize his brother within his father's house. You have a cloak. You be our leader. Take charge of this heap of rubble. On that day he will cry aloud, I am not a healer. I have no food or clothing in my house. Do not make me leader of the people. For Jerusalem has stumbled and Judah has fallen because they spoke and acted against the Lord, defying his glorious presence. The expression on their faces testifies against them, and like Sodom they flaunt their sin. They do not conceal it. Woe to them, for they have brought disaster upon themselves. Tell the righteous it will be well with them, for they will enjoy the fruit of their labor. Woe to the wicked, disaster is upon them, for they will be repaid for what their hands have done. Youths oppress my people, and women rule over them. Oh, my people, your guides mislead you. They turn you from your paths. The Lord arises to contend. He stands to judge the people. The Lord brings this charge against the elders and leaders of his people. You have devoured the vineyard. The plunder of the poor is in your houses. Why do you crush my people and grind the faces of the poor, declares the Lord God of hosts. The Lord also says, Because the daughters of Zion are haughty, walking with heads held high and wanton eyes, prancing and skipping as they go, jingling the bracelets on their ankles, the Lord will bring sores on the heads of the daughters of Zion, and the Lord will make their foreheads bare. In that day the Lord will take away their finery, their anklets and headbands and crescents, their pendants, bracelets and veils, their headdresses, ankle chains and sashes, their perfume bottles and charms, their signet rings and nose rings, their festive robes, capes, cloaks, and purses, and their mirrors, linen garments, tiaras, and shawls. Instead of fragrance, there will be a stench. Instead of a belt, a rope. Instead of styled hair, baldness. Instead of fine clothing, sackcloth. Instead of beauty, shame. Your men will fall by the sword, and your warriors in battle and the gates of Zion will lament and mourn. Destitute, she will sit on the ground. Chapter 4 In that day seven women will take hold of one man and say, We will eat our own bread and provide our own clothes. Just let us be called by your name. Take away our disgrace. On that day the branch of the Lord will be beautiful and glorious, and the fruit of the land will be the pride and glory of Israel's survivors. Whoever remains in Zion and whoever is left in Jerusalem will be called holy. All in Jerusalem who are recorded among the living. When the Lord has washed away the filth of the daughters of Zion and cleansed the blood stains from the heart of Jerusalem by a spirit of judgment and a spirit of fire, then the Lord will create over all of Mount Zion and over her assemblies a cloud of smoke by day and a glowing flame of fire by night. For over all the glory there will be a canopy, a shelter to give shade from the heat by day, and a refuge and hiding place from the storm and the rain. Chapter 5 I will sing for my beloved a song of his vineyard. My beloved had a vineyard on a very fertile hill. He dug it up and cleared the stones and planted the finest vines. He built a watchtower in the middle and dug out a wine press as well. He waited for the vineyard to yield good grapes, but the fruit it produced was sour. 
And now, O dwellers of Jerusalem and men of Judah, I exhort you to judge between me and my vineyard. What more could I have done for my vineyard than I already did for it? Why, when I expected sweet grapes, did it bring forth sour fruit? Now I will tell you what I am about to do to my vineyard. I will take away its hedge, and it will be consumed. I will tear down its wall, and it will be trampled. I will make it a wasteland, neither pruned nor cultivated, and thorns and briars will grow up. I will command the clouds that rain shall not fall on it. For the vineyard of the Lord of hosts is the house of Israel, and the men of Judah are the plant of his delight. He looked for justice, but saw bloodshed, for righteousness, but heard a cry of distress. Woe to you who add house to house, and join field to field until no place is left, and you live alone in the land. I heard the Lord of hosts declare, Surely many houses will become desolate, great mansions left unoccupied. For ten acres of vineyard will yield but a bath of wine, and a homer of seed only an ephah of grain. Woe to those who rise early in the morning in pursuit of strong drink, who linger into the evening to be inflamed by wine. At their feast are the lyre and harp, tambourines and flutes and wine. They disregard the actions of the Lord and fail to see the work of his hands. Therefore my people will go into exile for their lack of understanding. Their dignitaries are starving and their masses are parched with thirst. Therefore Sheol enlarges its throat and opens wide its enormous jaws, and down go Zion's nobles and masses, her revelers and carousers. So mankind will be brought low and each man humbled. The arrogant will lower their eyes, but the Lord of hosts will be exalted by his justice, and the holy God will show himself holy in righteousness. Lambs will graze as in their own pastures, and strangers will feed in the ruins of the wealthy. Woe to those who draw iniquity with cords of deceit and pull sin along with cart ropes. To those who say, Let him hurry and hasten his work, so that we may see it. Let the plan of the Holy One of Israel come, so that we may know it. Woe to those who call evil good and good evil, who turn darkness to light and light to darkness, who replace bitter with sweet and sweet with bitter. Woe to those who are wise in their own eyes, and clever in their own sight. Woe to those who are heroes in drinking wine and champions in mixing beer, who acquit the guilty for a bribe and deprive the innocent of justice. Therefore, as a tongue of fire consumes the straw, and as dry grass shrivels in the flame, so their roots will decay and their blossoms will blow away like dust, for they have rejected the instruction of the Lord of hosts and despise the word of the Holy One of Israel, Therefore, the anger of the Lord burns against his people. His hand is raised against them to strike them down. The mountains quake and the corpses lay like refuse in the streets. Despite all this, his anger is not turned away. His hand is still upraised. He lifts a banner for the distant nations and whistles for those at the ends of the earth. Behold, how speedily and swiftly they come. None of them grows weary or stumbles. No one slumbers or sleeps. No belt is loose and no sandal strap is broken. Their arrows are sharpened and all their bows are strung. The hooves of their horses are like flint. Their chariot wheels are like a whirlwind. Their roaring is like that of a lion. They roar like young lions. 
They growl and seize their prey. They carry it away from deliverance. In that day, they will roar over it, like the roaring of the sea. If one looks over the land, he will see darkness and distress. Even the light will be obscured by clouds. Chapter 6 In the year that King Uzziah died, I saw the Lord seated on a throne, high and exalted, and the train of his robe filled the temple. Above him stood seraphim, each having six wings. With two wings they covered their faces, with two they covered their feet, and with two they were flying, and they were calling out to one another, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord of hosts. All the earth is full of his glory. At the sound of their voices, the doorposts and thresholds shook, and the temple was filled with smoke. Then I said, Woe is me, for I am ruined, because I am a man of unclean lips, dwelling among a people of unclean lips, for my eyes have seen the King, the Lord of hosts. Then one of the seraphim flew to me, and in his hand was a glowing coal that he had taken with tongs from the altar, and with it he touched my mouth and said, Now that this has touched your lips, your iniquity is removed and your sin is atoned for. Then I heard the voice of the Lord saying, Whom shall I send? Who will go for us? And I said, Here am I. Send me. And he replied, Go and tell this people, Be ever hearing, but never understanding. Be ever seeing, but never perceiving. Make the hearts of this people callous, deafen their ears and close their eyes. Otherwise they might see with their eyes, hear with their ears, understand with their hearts, and turn and be healed. Then I ask, How long, O Lord? And he replied, Until the cities lie ruined and without inhabitant, until the houses are left unoccupied, and the land is desolate and ravaged, until the Lord has driven men far away, and the land is utterly forsaken. And though a tenth remains in the land, it will be burned again. As the terebinth and oak leave stumps when felled, so the holy seed will be a stump in the land. Chapter 7 Now in the days that Ahaz son of Jotham, the son of Uzziah, was king of Judah, Rezin king of Aram marched up to wage war against Jerusalem. He was accompanied by Pekah son of Ramaliah, the king of Israel, but he could not overpower the city. When it was reported to the house of David that Aram was in league with Ephraim, the hearts of Ahaz and his people trembled like trees in the forest, shaken by the wind. Then the Lord said to Isaiah, Go out with your son, Shir Jashub, to meet Ahaz at the end of the aqueduct that feeds the upper pool on the road to the launderer's field, and say to him, Calm down and be quiet. Do not be afraid or disheartened over these two smoldering stubs of firewood, over the fierce anger of Rezin and Aram and of the son of Ramalia. For Aram, along with Ephraim and the son of Ramalia, has plotted your ruin, saying, Let us divide Judah, terrorize it, and divide it among ourselves. Then we can install the son of Tebiel over it as king. But this is what the Lord God says. It will not arise. It will not happen. For the head of Aram is Damascus, 
and the head of Damascus is risen. Within 65 years, Ephraim will be shattered as a people. The head of Ephraim is Samaria, and the head of Samaria is the son of Ermalia. If you do not stand firm in your faith, then you will not stand at all. Again the Lord spoke to Ahaz, saying, Ask for a sign from the Lord your God, whether from the depths of Sheol or the heights of heaven. But Ahaz replied, I will not ask, I will not test the Lord. Then Isaiah said, Hear now, O house of David, is it not enough to try the patience of men? Will you try the patience of my God as well? Therefore the Lord himself will give you a sign. Behold, the virgin will be with child, and will give birth to a son, and will call him Emmanuel. By the time he knows enough to reject evil and choose good, he will be eating curds and honey. For before the boy knows enough to reject evil and choose good, the land of the two kings you dread will be laid waste. The Lord will bring on you and on your people and on the house of your father a time unlike any since the day Ephraim separated from Judah. He will bring the king of Assyria. On that day the Lord will whistle to the flies at the farthest streams of the Nile and to the bees in the land of Assyria, and they will all come and settle in the steep ravines and clefts of the rocks and all the thorn bushes and watering holes. On that day the Lord will use a razor hired from beyond the Euphrates, the king of Assyria, to shave your head and the hair of your legs and to remove your beard as well. On that day, a man will raise a young cow and two sheep, and from the abundance of milk they give, he will eat curds, for all who remain in the land will eat curds and honey. And on that day, in every place that had a thousand vines worth a thousand shekels of silver, only briars and thorns will be found. Men will go there with bow and arrow, for the land will be covered with briars and thorns. For fear of the briars and thorns, you will no longer traverse the hills, once tilled by the hoe. They will become places for oxen to graze and sheep to trample.